0: You are crazy, that was Barbara said to her husband, Chris. Every year, Chris went out early in December and cut down the largest Christmas tree that he could find. He tried to put the tree in different location within the house itself. One year would be the front corner of the living room and another year it would be next to the fireplace, and so on. Chris spent hours with his sons, moving furniture and picking up sofas and moving coffee tables, all because he wants to make room for his Christmas tree. One year, his wife Barbara suggested that cut down small, modest-sized tree so that they could put it in any unoccupied corners of the house. But Chris didn't listen. He came with his super tree and announced to his boys that they would going to have removed most of the furniture from the living room to make room for the tree. Barbara said, why don't you just leave that tree outside? Chris said, I thought the whole idea of Christmas is for us to change things around inside. Something beautiful is worth making, some changes on the inside. Chris was right in what he said. On the spiritual level, I suspect many of us may be like Chris' family. We want Christmas to come and go with the least possible fuss, with the least possible effect or change. Perhaps we secretly want the beauty of the Christmas season without the internal change, without the inside change. The Holy Spirit, after all, may want us to change this Advent season. The Holy Spirit might want to move something around inside of us, rearrange our priorities on the inside. The scripture tells us today that we must be willing to do some changing to from the inside out to make room for the arrival of Messiah. The prophet Isaiah declared, prepare the way of the Lord, Get ready, he is on his way. The Savior, as he comes and when he comes, is going to change things around. We must prepare the way for his arrival. Things are going to have to be rearranged and changed and moved. John the Baptist appeared in the desert, preaching his fiery message. John is convinced that the time of our salvation is at hand. John declares, he is coming and because he is coming, we must change in order to make room for our savior in our lives. It, is with, it, it was the message of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The word repent means to change. But it wasn't repent the way we think about it. The way we think about repentance is, you come down on your knees and say, how sorry you are. He was talking about something quite different. He was talking about metanoia, which means to turn yourself around, change from the inside out, to leave behind all the nonsense, and the poverty of your life, not meaning physical poverty, but moral poverty, and to try once again to take his hand and walk through your life in simple words, come back to the Lord. And change is something we dislike. If you are driving to a destination and make a wrong run, you can't just continue driving in a wrong direction. If you must turn around and get back on the right path, you must make a change that makes a difference. Change has its demands, demands that go beyond mere words of regret. The only thing in life that is constant is change. The only certitude is this, that there is life where there is change. Something that is changeless is dead. Change is hard on you and on me alike. Today's readings challenge us to prepare a royal highway in our hearts for Jesus, so that we may receive him during Christmas. When the president or prime minister of a country is scheduled to make a public appearance, his staff prepares weeks and even months in advance to make certain that the proper protocol will be observed and the leader's security will be assured. Similarly, in today's Gospel, John the Baptist proclaiming the coming of Jesus and demands us to prepare for his visit. He must fill in the valleys of our souls which have resulted from our shallow prayer life and minimalist way of living our faith we must straighten our straighten out whatever crooked path we have been walking like involvement in some secret or habitual sins or in a sinful relationship if we have been involved in some dishonest practices at work or at home we are called to straighten them out and make restitution If we have been harboring grudges or hatred or failing to be reconciled with others, now is the time to clear away all the debris. If we have been pushing God off to the side of our road, if we have been saying to him that we don't really have time for him, now is the time for us to get our priorities straight. And we will we all must level the mountains of our pride and egocentrism. So, as we prepare to remember the Savior's birth, we must learn to be honest with ourselves and with others. We can't pretend to be someone we are not. We must own up to our shortcomings, our mistakes, our sins, because only if we are honest can we change. Only if we are honest can we encourage others to change. Let us pray that we can undergo whatever change God is asking of us to make the world a better place. Advent is the time to make room for our Savior. If you have settled for a mediocre Christianity, then it is time to change. If you developed nasty patterns of sins, well, it is is time to change, to make room for the savior. If your life has been cluttered and crowded with lazy spiritual habits, anger, selfishness, then it is time to repent and change. Move the furniture around inside of your soul, otherwise, the Saviour can come and go with little effect in your life. So my Advent question to you is simple. Are you willing to rearrange some of the furniture inside of your life in order to create some more room for him? Are you willing to be inconvenient by the demands of the gospel? Are you ready to accept the fact that the Savior invites us to repent. You could say to Jesus, you are crazy. You are crazy if you think you are bringing that gospel inside of my heart. The scripture invites us to open the doors of our lives, make some room and welcome Christ in. May God bless us all. Amen.